0: Okay, it's time to partner with Betfair and preview CB Cox Stakes Day, also known as Ted Day. BJ Ryan, Terry Layton, and Michael Heaton. We're teaming up to record episode 107 of the One One. This is your West Australian podcast, guys. It is 11:30 uh, a.m. on Thursday, the 6th. Thirty minutes
1: till ball one. Thirty minutes. Sorry,
0: yeah, I just wanted to interrupt. Thirty minutes till ball one of the, the second pink, test. The pink test. Second test. Yeah, okay, yeah. very good. Thanks, Terry. We've got Pinjarra today. Test. Esperance tomorrow, which is Friday. Ascot and Narogen on Saturday and Geraldton on Sunday. This feels like a heavy few days coming up for the Perth Racing Gear. Esperance, Narogen and Geraldton, some of, some of your finest venues.
1: Well, I... while well, Spotty's trying to get a... While well, Michael's getting a selfie with Spotty, who's <laughs> back, he's doing well. Um, yeah, Geraldton's been a bit slow this year. Albany's the, the venue of choice at the minute, like Esperance, but... Um, I need to – I'm struggling at Narragin, New York Two J. I I sort of put your undulating tracks together. I'm really mm. struggling this season at all of them. Like I'm, I'm really struggling to have a good day. And obviously I've promised a punting masterclass on the 7th of January at the Christmas party at Narragin. So I really need to focus on Narragin <laughs> on Saturday. So
2: we might even just skip the Ascot stuff and go straight to uh, – For some reason, I do really well at York and Narragin. Oh, well done, it's Michael. just – Those <laughs> ha- Those, handy those other races. ones, yeah, I'm not sure what it is. Yeah. It, but then the other races – uh, other meetings, uh, yeah, it's hit and miss. But those really different type of tracks
3: still seem to We might we we be can.
1: relying on you then on the seventh of January. You might be our, un- our undulating specialist. I've always said you're a good reckon undulating you punk punk you have a runner. That day? Uh, I I'd be surprised.
0: Yeah. All, all the trainers that I probably own with, I reckon it'll be <laughs> yeah, pretty be keen on. to have a couple <laughs> that day. Busy schedule coming yeah, up, yeah. and there's, I tell you what, there's, there's over the next two weeks over the festive season, there's. So many meetings coming up. It's going to be a bonanza so for WA Racing faithful. Next Wednesday is a Saturday meeting or partially or what's happening? It's, it's just the ATA. It's a, it's a okay. midweek other than the ATA stakes, which is the uh,
2: – Similar to like Melbourne Cup Day when they have the yeah. – uh, what is it, champion Colonel Phillies. Reeves? Or yeah, champion fillies yep. and the rest of midweek races. Yeah,
0: yeah. But there's heaps of races coming up. So there's no metro meeting coming up next Saturday, of course, because that is Christmas Day. So here, us here at the one one having the week off, and then but we'll be back for the Perth Cup Day edition. So uh, don't panic when there's no podcast next week, but we're having a well earned rest over Christmas. But uh, but we'll be back
2: for uh, a huge Perth Cup Day. Three meetings on Boxing Day. Oh, what's that? It's at uh, it. Albany Pinjara.
3: Oh.
0: Gonna start
1: crying. <laughs> I actually just love it. boxing day is my favourite day of the year. Cricket at eight am. Steve Smith just won the toss as well. Um, cricket at eight am. Three wo meetings and those three as well. I just oh god. Just, I just, I, can't, I just don't talk about it. I'm too
2: excited. All right. All what, right. what does your Christmas day look like with, with all those oh, next stuff? Just, just looking forward to Boxing Day, basically.
1: <laughs> I usually volunteer on Christmas Day, actually. It's the first year I'm not doing it for uh, for five or
2: six
0: years. But, um, no, just a few little family bits and pieces. Go see the nieces. So how are, you, how are you going to uh, offset the uh, the good karma that you get from your volunteering this year, Terry? Are you going to reschedule your volunteering because maybe it might be all wrapped up in why you're. It's a good uh, point. So i
1: putting put on a Christmas party for yeah. all of us instead. Yeah, oh, will true. probably absolutely do our awesome bulking day and yeah. I'll learn for next year. <laughs> uh, yeah, stay tuned throughout the show for info on how you can enter the Market City Meets Get Out Stakes competition, and don't forget the much-anticipated, much-hyped matchup between Lockie Taylor and the challenger Chris Parnum in this week's WA Racing Mastermind competition. BJ.
0: Can't wait for that one, Terry. What about the Betfair Edge? What's happening there, mate?
1: We are on hiatus for the next three or four weeks. Uh, Miles is going to go and have a few profies and enjoy <laughs> his uh, enjoy his time off. He's done every other show in, uh, well, in... in the world recently so he's been doing he's doing something midweek with um jared waitley and who was anthony hudson
3: yeah. every
1: time i think of anthony hudson i think of that gold coast suns little clip with jared healy you seen it oh <laughs> yeah <laughs> the gold <laughs> yeah. Yeah. he's laughing before he says it i'm convinced that's set up anyway but um no but during that period and um, potentially going onwards we're gonna the saturday ride write-ups will probably become a um a regular so, the Saturday, uh, just the written write ups will be back on the, on the Bet Fair Hub. And I will be doing one for next Wednesday as well. They must be doing one for next Wednesday. So. State, so. Yep. So, I'm going to go back to trying to write every week, just trying to zip something up. Okay. So Bet Fair, but no Bet Fair edge for a month or so. Okay. Three weeks, four weeks. All right.
0: So, let's get cracking on this preview, fellas. So, for Saturday, Ascot, we're looking at maximum 24 degrees, light winds around the rails in the three meter position. Good for expected. Terry, just fair. fair. Just fair, <laughs> yep.
1: Just fair. We no longer,
2: no longer worry about track pattern. I'm done with track pattern. The bomb was right last Saturday, though, with the Southwesterlies. Yeah. They've been hit and miss for a while.
3: Mm, yes. Did we,
2: what about Wind Willy? Windwilly. Oh, Wind Willy. <laughs> you
1: can shove Wind Willie up your Wind Willy, I reckon. Um, it's been uh, – yeah, it's been actually a good uh, – a surprising ascot season. We're not getting many real on-pace days, so um, – yeah, you can bet into the track and, and be pretty confident it's going to be fair. Some rails have been a bit, a bit of a query as well and, and whatnot, but just not overthinking it.
0: All right, I've got a few gripes with this meeting Oh dear! before we start. This is a sorry, cracking meeting. I'm, this this is, is a
1: cracking. This will be my highest turnover right. meeting for the year. Right. I've got some questions.
0: I was, instead of framing it as gripes, it's a negative connotation to start. Questions for you guys. Okay. Michael might be able to help. Why are we starting at 1.07 p.m.? And why are we finishing at 6.35 p.m.?
1: Oh, I think they were expecting it to be 35, 40 degrees, because then it probably makes sense. Um, but it's 23, 24, But I
0: don't know.
2: What's
1: the is been, it three hours difference to Melbourne at the we've moment?
0: We've been starting at noon lately, yeah.
2: Yeah, pretty much. So, uh, which true. is only nine a.m. And if we start in eleven thirty or thereabouts, it's yeah. quite early in the east betting turnover wise. So I don't mind so, this. Yeah. I so don't.
0: these two races are going to be run at nine and nine thirty over these two, these last two. That's brilliant. Saturday races. So, we'll just get it. You you're good? <laughs> have it of those Jaffas, those $9 Jaffas. Um
2: I'll tell you when I have one.
0: So, we, and we've got two 2,100 metre graduations to finish the day. So, I imagine they put them on because no one's turnover is going to dip at a certain stage. So, they're going to put those races on to end the day. So, I've got questions about starting time, finishing time and why is the Cox stakes now known as the Ted Van Hempst, uh, race three now i just think it's a little bit disrespectful i know it's a seven horse race but this race was first uh, it's, a, it's a one horse race. this first yeah true this race was running 1914 for the first time. Oh, wow, we're going back to 1914. No, this is
1: this. This show is, usually goes for too long, but this is that's this an is, indication this one
0: could be extra long. This is tr- this is a traditional, this is a historical race in the West Australian racing calendar. And yeah, it's a seven horse field and it's pay one two. And the you know, you have to balance up the raw is always, always balancing up the wagering aspect of it. But for this race to be at race three, um, so early in the day prior to these new West Speed races i just feel it's a dis- disrespectful to, could to you have, the race sorry to
2: interrupt could You're you have up. regal power at a dollar 30 in a quarter league or I would you just like it further down the just card just
0: further down the card i just think it's just like it's it's been hidden early in the program but i, I agree I with that but but yeah, yeah race i 6 I, would make sense yeah, yeah. I, I think race 6 was, would be a better fit for for uh for the ten bad heaps in in terms of the structure of the the day um and i just think it's just another just piece of lost you know, we're just losing some of that historical tradition when it comes to these races this is this is this is a proper race and for some reason it's been hidden early on on the day that it's supposed to feature so only because it got seven i wonder where it would have been if it got eight so i think sometimes we need to balance up the wagering aspect with the with the um i don't know the the, the racing aspect of uh, of the way that we lay these programs out anyway that's my uh questions to you guys and um but yeah 10 races, let's get going. Race one is the TBWA West Speed Platinum Plate for two-year-olds over the 1,000 metres. $125,000. Yeah, so just quickly touching on, this is, the fir- this is the inaugural sort of West Speed Platinum Race Day where they've got $425,000 races, uh, one two-year-old, one three-year-old, and two ratings races that are divided up by sex. they They've been very well supported by the industry, and I imagine the success of... Or well, the strength of the nominations mean that this day is gonna grow and grow, especially as more West Speed Platinum horses come into the system. But this is the first of the four hundred and twenty five thousand dollar West Speed Platinum only races. And uh looks like the uh the one they're all gonna to have to catch is the pretty smart two year old in Rev It Up, guru. I didn't do a replay for this one, BJ. I started at 9
1: a.m., finished at midnight, and I did the other nine. So um Up looks very well in at the weights, though. Uh, it's hard to see many of them turning the tables. Costume party, didn't have a huge amount of luck. <laughs> um, and I think Duzzy know and debut was uh, that led at a crazy pace. So there's always the possibility. I mean, does a two-year-old stay up for four starts in a row? I don't know. Dollar, what is it, dollar
2: seventy? Dollar eighty? Yeah. Dollar $1.80, dollar 90, yep. ninety? yeah. And does he get, or does she, I should say, get to the rail as well?
1: Yeah, there's a big query on that. The uh, Well, you'd know the most. Does he know? Is is there going to be a real desire to, to hold up and lead with does he know? I really like the trial. I did watch that trial. Sorry, that's the one I did watch. Um,
0: has been gelded since that run 70 days ago too.
1: Yeah, he's a really
2: nice horse, does he know? Uh, I think naturally he'll be rolling forward. Whether uh, I think where, where he settles will be dependent on just how fast they're going. But also- Von Snip at the bottom here was scratched from yep. the race on Wednesday, and interestingly, Paul Harvey was actually named on her at 55 kilos, which he doesn't often write at. Write at, and then he was suspended. So. Uh, Kira Yule was named, I think, or, or Christy, someone was named before acceptance was on Monday mm-hmm. uh, once the pont was suspended and he, ultimately she was scratched for this race, but just thought that was interesting. She's trolled mm. up really nicely and that's a pretty good push if the pont was going to ride that light for her. Yeah, 100%. He didn't ride uh, one last Sunday and I was quite surprised he didn't
1: get down the 55 for a horse called O Sophia, who yeah. won really well. So yeah. if he's if he's showing that he probably would have got down to
2: the 55 for this one, that, that could be a good push, Michael. Drawn barrier four inside... Does he know inside Rev It Up as well? So $1.80, you can leave me out with Rev It Up, but I'm not a two-year-old man. I'll leave that to you, BJ, but I think that favourite price is very, very short.
0: Yeah, uh, completely dominant victory last star. If Rev It Up is able to cross and find the rail in front, it's probably all over. How much fuel does does he know and Von Stipp need to burn to hold out? Rev It Up, can Rev It Up still win from the breeze? I suspect she can, but yeah, Michael, you touched on the two and Terry, you touched on the two main dangers. If Revit Up um, gets a stitch late because of having to work too early from from the draw to, to, to cross, then it's gonna be either does he know or Von Snip to, to knock off the fave. They're the they're the only two realistic dangers for mine. But all things been equal. Costume party? Uh, yeah, yeah
1: I like just, people, like, if they do overcook it, and you say rev it up ends up three deep, Noel has to tuck in behind them, and they're yeah, stopping.
3: Yeah,
1: yeah. Don't forget, we're also talking. It's twenty past. Oh, sorry, ten past one. The first race on. Not sure if you saw it was a quite, uh, slightly later start, so <laughs> um, it might uh, it might help those looking to to make a little bit of ground as well.
0: Yeah, I, I just thought it we was probably just going to get a little bit out of the striking distance for Costume Party, but uh, especially over the thousand. But yeah, mm-hmm. Brad Parnham rev it up. This, yeah he's just going to sort of cruise, rate this horse and cruise across I still think she can breeze and, and win just how dominant she was the other day but uh, again the price isn't really too interesting at the moment I see that the Von Stipp price has halved on Brad Pitt, mm. uh, since opening so
1: hard for Brad that's a price in these type of races I reckon Brad's cooked the meeting just quietly but um, <laughs> hard for Brad to price two year olds yes I didn't sure. even look at his so,
3: price so.
0: yeah just in a in a bow rev it up uh, yep. a, economical run wins if uh, things go pear shaped, or he doesn't turn up it's going to be either does he know or bond snip I'm with Michael taking on the favourite unsure who I'm going to back though don't have to back anything do you you don't <laughs> have
1: to bet
2: do you Mike <laughs>
1: I'll be but staying uh, out yeah I. there's yeah. nine other opportunities to do your money afterwards yeah no I want to it's 107, mate. I'll be itching myself on that stage. Race <laughs>
0: two, the Amelia Park uh, handicap down. over 1400 meters. It's interesting. If this race had been on uh, recent meetings, it probably almost would have been a quaddy leg. Like so, th- this is just really. Oh, uh, so this, 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 this is, is, a is a great card. This is symbolic of what a great card. card it is. Yeah, from a betting point of view, and just from a competitive racing point mm. of view. And I would have I would have hated to be Brad still doing the markets for this meeting <laughs> yeah. yesterday. Tough, tough gig. So this That's race, right. we've got. Uh, there's a bit of speed in this race even though you you, you imagine big screen is going to hold up from from one but uh there's a bit of pressure in regards to other horses that are going to come across and want to roll along as well so um big screen won't necessarily get it all his own way out in front but in saying that he does race best when he's, he's sort of cruising along above bench mount early in the middle
1: one yeah i it. think i think big screen will still find the front yeah. no problems and yeah. and lead him along um yeah initially i've gone oh wow so much speed will probably end up finding a horse, like obviously beat the bro who uh, will sit off him and, and come at him. But if you sort of deep dive the speed, maybe there isn't as much as you think now. What I mean by that is you've got MTA drawn the widest. I reckon besides big screen, it's probably the best beginner by a long way. So I reckon it, from nine, they've got to just go, let's go to the breeze. You know, we've forgotten they've got the fifty-three kilos on our back. So Laurentino isn't jumping all that well at right. the minute. So um, he's
0: mustering at the
1: moment. Yeah, yeah. mustering, very much. A lot of mustering occurring with Laurentino. I think first up with the 60 and a half, Kelly's Callisto, they won't be saying, we've got a lead. We've got to lead. No. So Kelly's probably tucks in on the back of um. Tucks in on the back, back of the screen, up, yeah. you'd think, just about. So you're taking those two. Big Butter boom is not a huge jumper. It musters into it, slowly gets there. So it's probably midfield, Big Butter Boom. Um, and then you have Rebel, Rebel Knight, Knight, who's got the shoe on, the bar shoe on, and I think they'll see the speed in this and say, let's take a sip. This horse is at the crossroads sort of thing. So MTA, for me, gets to the breeze. Um with a degree of, of comfortability and there's no spot for Laurentinio because there are so many horses underneath. I, I went into this thinking I'd probably find Laurentinio each way. I just think when you're missing kicks and there's a lot of speed and a lot of mid-range speed, I almost, so is think, this three wide again? Lauren, I in think you? so. Yeah, I think right. so. even if they find cover, it's no no good thing, obviously. But, yeah. um, yeah, well, how's so. he
0: going to squeeze in with Big Butter Boom, Rebel Knight, and those sort of ones? That's
1: exactly right? exactly right. So, I love doing my secondary speed, even Beat sport. the Bro mm. held a spot the other yeah, day, yeah, exactly, exactly right. So, but look, I mean, I, I went into this thing and I'd probably find that. Then I thought, well, I'll probably find Beat the Bro. And but you know what? Beat the Bro is going in favourite in a 72 plus. The, the racy one the other day was. Authoritative, like we, a lot of us were very keen that day. This is 10 times harder, and beat the bro is a very hard horse to trust, so
0: yeah. Um, actually, yeah, I got this completely wrong. I, I I like beat the bro, but I I thought he was going to be the you know, seven or eight dollars. No, my
1: market says he'll, I reckon money could even come further. Is that right? He'll be the one, I just
0: reckon he'll be the one they
1: want, and um, I reckon MTA is moral, so I don't think it's moral. I just wanted to say something outlandish.
2: MTA, a moral. I don't think it's a moral, but
1: I think if, if no, aggressively, yeah. if they don't come out and try to find a spot, which would frustrate the hell out of me, if they just go to the breeze, I'm I'm really confident with the 53 kilos that they won't get MTA from there. Wow. Breeze and win. Yep. That's what I reckon. With the 53, that's a, that's a gift weight for a horse.
0: That, I think, I think sure. super last start. Nearly ran the same last two as Beret last up. It ran the third quickest. So I really like that run. I think um, well, Storybook won the other day, and I reckon that was Trevor's Trevor Andrews's first winner for the season. Right, that was some type of a win as well, wasn't it? Sockoff stopped dead. <laughs> so anyway, bit of stat there. So Trevor's Trevor's uh, back in a bit of form. Yeah, um, oh,
1: he's two right, he two after
0: race too. Yeah, well, you said he's a moral. <laughs> he's not a model. I don't
1: know why I said that. I don't think he's a at all.
0: <laughs> 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 just want to Hang on, right? No, no, no. What what price MTA for you? Three twenty.
1: Three twenty. What price beat the bro? Uh, uh, $4.20. it's not in front of me, sorry, but just low, low fours. And if Beat the Bro had Cerise and White Silks on, it would probably be $2.80 in my book, but it's Beat the Bro. And uh, what about big screen? What did you do with him price wise? Uh, $26 off 28 days. Okay. Could, could not have beat uh, big screen in the slightest off 28 days. It's been 14 days all prep. This feels like a little afterthought.
0: Okay, Michael. What were your thoughts on
2: this race? Pretty much the opposite of Terry's. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Seventeen dollars
2: big
3: screen. Well, so. I thought
2: MTA would be the horse that was leading up that three three wide line, and it's been more than twelve months, about fifteen starts since he last won. He had a three and a half kilo pull over Bray last start, and it was a good run. But still, I just think he's. Not that all that genuine. I think Laurentino is knocking on the door. Three deep, no cover. The trip last start. Great record of twenty one and twenty eight days. I thought he got to the breeze fairly comfortably outside big screen. So if he is three deep, Laurentino kicks
1: could... up underneath MTA.
2: Definitely. Yeah, I, I only occurs if they don't come out with aggression
1: on MTA. If they say they want to find a cover, then I don't want. I don't want to be on. Drew
2: it twelve well. last start. Laurentini, yeah, but
1: it's not. I don't reckon. I don't reckon he's stepping. I just don't reckon. He's never
2: really been a quick stepper. He's but always been sort of un- un- more a mustering type. Gold bar, yeah, he's
3: <laughs> quite the stepper.
2: Big butter boom hasn't been touched on. He uh, gets a perfect map. Chris Parnham. Did uh, he get sent back to trials? Yeah, he tried he, well.
0: Yeah, he tried well, but he got sent back to trials because he he blew the start last start. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: And was actually a super run. Yeah. Back, he was in a different postcode, player. and some of his late swoops, uh, splits were incredible. He actually beat Big Screen first up this prep and gets half a kilo on him for that effort. Yeah, Set
0: outside him too. Yeah. So yeah, I that, thought that, was that up well. he
2: was uh, some sort of chance. Big Screen obviously a concern off the twenty-eight days and beat the bro. It was really impressive last start. Reeled off really impressive late splits as well. But beat the bro in this type of company. I just I couldn't be diving him diving into him to go back to back. I actually left MTA out. I was, I was happy to take him on as well as Rebel Knight this race, so this will be interesting, but in saying that, I did have this race priced to close to each way of the field, at $9, Laurentinio is double what I have him, so that's probably the way I'll play. You wouldn't
3: have
1: had MTA in your four. BJ hasn't got him in his four. I'm just looking at Scotty Emery's prove he hasn't got him in his four, and I've, I've got him stood out on top. Oh, I, love, I love this situation. J-Dub. Me against the world. The word
0: moral. <laughs> yeah, me well. against the world. J-Dub. Uh, the thing... That, yeah, beat the bros, won three from 28. The thing that uh, I just wanted to pick up on was that he should have won at Belmont first oh, up. Oh, career best. Sorry? He's in career yeah, best. Yeah, he's fine. Panels. He's fine. Yeah. He, he, and then even in the West Speed final behind no white flag, he just never got out never got probably, out any, probably it, wins yeah probably wins so. and
1: first up he should have won on the 4th of November
0: yeah, yeah so he and the way that that race panned out in the Grandstand Cup they went they went three lengths above benchmark early in middle he cruised and gapped them um, Fashion Queen was unlucky yesterday the third very off,
1: fast deep the trip as well that's the thing That's the form's even worse when you look at it very fast was three deep no cover the trip yeah but it was it was a good run last Sunday it was bro. but yeah. it was
0: three no as well yeah, you know what I mean there was nothing there to so take second my thing with beat the bro- is the way that the big screen and likes to roll along, that they're probably gonna be going above benchmark. Yep, early, yep. So, which is gonna help beat the bro from four CJP, just just hopefully just uh conserving, conserving, galloping room. Just the way that this was won the other day was like, hopefully the pennies drop with this fellow because it's always looked like he's gonna develop into a genuine Sunday horse. So Beat the Bro was on my on top selection. But to be honest, that price was, you know, that wasn't really what I was expecting. What, what 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 price did you have bet the bro at of curiosity, Michael? $10. Yeah, yeah. See, I I honestly thought he was going to be a, open up a $7 or $8. Chance <laughs> if that if I was he's gonna, $7 or $8, then he's probably the bet. So that's
1: yeah, the that's, thing. That, yeah,
0: mean, that's where I sort of had my just, my market sort of skewed. I just I thought big, big screen and um, – do you want to take $3.50 beat the bro? No. Well, I hope, the thing, I'm, uh, I'm hoping that the market forces at play and maybe late on for might, might squeeze him out of well, but you tend to think that they might come for him. Flying, I just
1: so. can't see where the money – I think Big Butter Boom's at its bare minimum price at $5.50 or so at the minute. Yeah. Uh, again, big screen off 28 days. It's got to be – I know it's probably going to be a good data horse with the rate races and whatnot, but the 28 days, that's a big turnoff for me, and I've probably been too harsh on that, but – I don't know where else the money comes, from. maybe Laurentinio could be supported. Um, to, but I, yeah, I, I don't know where else the money comes. Red publishers fifteen to nine. See, so I'd red publishers seven bucks. It's been so yeah. unlucky. It maps to follow. It's it's flying red yeah. publisher. It's just does a hundred and twenty three start ten year old. I have another <laughs> win in those legs. That's my concern. But if you wanted to pick a jockey for it. I think Sean McGrady starts need to be spoken about in the same level of um, Pike, Parnham, Clint Johnston, Porter, Rewilla. McGrady is riding as well as anyone. He's a yeah. He needs to be spoken about in that same sort of level.
2: I think. Laurentinio was six dollars into four hundred and sixty late last yeah, start. I dare have say. How much money I had on? <laughs> yeah, it must be. I think the, he'll be supported. Mm. He yeah. can't be drifting to double figures.
0: Yeah. Okay, yeah. so yeah, I, I've got beat the bro on top in the leg up, but once again, my my price isn't anywhere near the current odds, so it's hard to hard to um, send the listeners into that. Considering our price is around the seven dollar mark, so Terry, final thoughts on this race? Moral? Still,
1: it's not a moral, but MTA is is my bet. I yeah,
0: I must. I'm very.
1: That's three. I'm
0: gonna have to go down the ATM. Three, three
1: astute. Analysts and no one's got him in there for so um I'm I'm really backing that in on my speed map though and they're showing aggression yeah. going to the breeze with 53 and yeah that's yeah. that's I, what I'm hoping at fine. the moment they look for a sit or look for cover I'm okay. well, I'm not happy yeah. oh. I'm not happy BJ oh if,
2: and if they do that you probably want to be on Laurentinio. Yeah. Yeah. Laurentino for sure for me at nine dollars <laughs> does anybody else get sure. calls every day from interstate and Lithuania. overseas just Oh, I don't know what it is. Romania. Interstate, overseas, just continually call. Mm-hmm. you got to be careful what websites you sign up oh, to. Don't right. do that. <laughs> Might have to use alias next time.
0: S. <laughs> Emery. <laughs> All right, moving on to race three, the feature of the day the C.B. Cox Stakes, now known as the Ted Van Heep Stakes, group two, 2100 metres, weight for age and regal power coming off his King- devastating Kingston Town classic win. He is a dollar thirty five pop to make it. Two cockstags wins in the last three years. Is there uh, any world that we live in where Regal Power gets uh, rolled, Michael Double. Guru? There's
1: always a world, but not one I can see. Last time Cockney Crew and Regal Power met at equal weights over two thousand metres, there was a lip in it. W one of the best ever WATC
0: derbies. But mm. that's a different. Did you crew. The third?
1: Ping me another.
2: Yes, ping me another, Chris Willis. I sort of looked at that last night. <laughs> That's <laughs> the reason I got that. Yeah. Nerf Bosk is absolutely flying. Mm. I think that if there is to be an upset, it's Nerf Bosk, but I cannot envisage that. You know one of
0: the sticking points of this is Perth Cup Perth Cup weights come out on Monday. So, Do you
2: want to win? Do you
0: want- <laughs> <laughs> Well, yeah. 100%, but do you want to run second? If you run
1: second, you're, the next highest rate is 97, so at most you get a point, half a kilo, surely. Hmm. You know what I mean? That's yeah. what I'm thinking. By the way, Nerf Boss will win the Perth Cup. As long, as long, key thing here, as long as Trap for Fools go there. If Trap for Fools doesn't go there, Nerf Boss gets your top weight. Because Too Close to Sun, I'm presuming the fact it's not here, it's out, it's got to be gone. Because this is the obvious race for Too Close to Sun. i was not be
2: sure close. he was always heading towards the Perth Cup. And yeah, I, I forgot about Too Close. He not,
0: might be
1: going, too close he, to, we wouldn't be going to the ATA, surely. This is, this is
2: his race. This is Too Close to Sun. He'd be a monster. Potentially, well, with the ATA... Where's well, Julio when you need him? Yeah, they they may do if they thought they wouldn't, they couldn't beat Regal Power.
1: But second
2: for well, this... Did, or maybe they
0: thought they could beat Regal Power. They didn't want the points, so they wouldn't go on the ATA. It's a quarter of a million dollar race. That's so a
1: half
2: a million dollar race. You'd cop a quarter yeah. million dollar race. Yeah, he's already at the, that it's rating. That, be carrying I, 60 I don't 30. think that would concern nah. them.
1: Anyway, <laughs> second prize here is 50 grand. First prize in the ATA
0: will be 71. So... <laughs> I don't know yeah I tend to think maybe the weight should come out before the, this race if um, it's gonna have such an impact on attracting horses to the race and but it
1: could become or, a 90 plus black shadow could be end up carrying two kilos above bottom if it's a 90 plus yes cut. Yeah. It, it could be wild so
0: yeah all right so cockney crew leads them up Marachino trails my uh, manager, and Patty Carver is just gonna be super patient drop regal power out put him to sleep just uh yeah, I guess keep within striking distance. He won a six horse cock stakes two years ago with uh, William Pike in the saddle, Regal Power, he his massive closing speed in the Northerly, massive closing speed in the year and then he got over the top of them in a uh, in the Kingston Town Classic. Massive upset on that occasion. So as long as as long as he doesn't get exposed to the breeze, I suppose, and um, Regal Power should be able to round him up and get it done pretty comfortably. Exposed and to
2: the breeze. Bob's already said that he's not going to the Perth Cup, so you know that this is Grand Final day, essentially, whereas, like you said, the others still have bigger fish to fry. When he won that cockstakes a couple of years ago, he defeated Gatting, Star Exhibit and Mississippi Delta. Yeah, there are none of those horses here. Yeah, hundred percent. So, mm. with their respect to Nerf Bosk, who I agree with Terry, is uh, my on top for on top of for the Perth Cup at this stage. Yeah, yeah. All right, um, so favourite out.
0: Who runs second? I was just about to say,
1: favourite out. You're clear with Nerf Bosk. Nerf
0: Bosk. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he's going super at the moment, death Mosk. Mm-hmm. So building nicely in his Perth Cup defence. But I wouldn't be giving up on Maricino either. I thought he, they, they went super fast in the Towton Cup last Saturday. Never settled. Uh, sort of punched the breeze outside, trapped for fools, and he was still only beaten four lengths on the line. So I know backing up after a bit of a gutbuster is is a, is a slight concern. But I wouldn't be surprised to see Maricino rebound. He's got a gear change. Uh, hopefully with. Cockney crew in the race can get a bit of a can sort of tuck in and maybe get a bit of a smother and uh, if Sean McGrady can can uh, use those um, more gentler hands on Saturday to put Maricino to sleep early and conserve then I, I can see him sort of uh, in the mix for second I reckon he's a really decent to stay on Maricino yep
1: yeah I'll just be probably standing at regal pair and taking nerf boss platoon Maricino for a reasonable
0: deal of the quartet hopefully get four to one or something All right, so so all these horses except for Regal Power will be marching on towards the cup. Yeah, really imagine. interesting to
1: note with the cup and watch how Cockney Crew goes here as well. Because Cockney Crew, while I don't think it's the same Cockney Crew as years gone by, it changes the complexion of how a Perth couple be run marching along and in front. If you add in a trap for fools and straight away you can go, okay, well I probably need to look at a runner who can make ground and um, you know who can who can handle a, a strong tempo, um, a strong hard run twenty four hundred meters. So it makes it quite uh, quite interesting. Um, and on that note, I'm looking forward
2: to see if they back up Holy Enchantment in next week's
1: ATA because it could be the top or blowout horse for a... Um, I think they were cut. keen
2: listening to SJ in the interview after the last week. He's four-year-old eligible for those West Speed, yeah. West Speed bonuses. So it'd probably be silly on one hand i guess he 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 probably could win it but it, ability wise but well, I mean, they if, could if clean the up the perth
0: cup was a million dollar race it changes it's, things absolutely the, its its position in the in the pecking order comes What's it down worth? Okay. i think it's 4 uh, 400
2: is it? so it's five? probably what 250 to the winner yeah mm. he could get that with with 3 2 or 3 saturday or oh, 3 sorry saturdays with West speed bonuses and exactly.
0: and, and, and and not bernies could be yeah. rating either so. and
2: then go to the perth cup in 12 months time
0: yeah yeah and even a second or third. Depends but how it's sound he is. As like, well. I mean, Stafford's lad's been running thirds and fourths in the lead ups, and he, I think he's gone up 20 points and he hasn't won a race. So. Comes at me, got
1: nine points for running yeah. second in a
3: railway. Like yeah, one two, so, with no Eastern status here. So I think the
0: smart play long term, because the Perth Cup will be there for Horse like Holy Enchantment next year, but the West Speed four year old bonus won't you know, be. Won't be exactly. No. So uh, All right, so all eyes uh, on Regal Power. I think uh, just having to scan through the history of the race. Uh, Bob Peters' investments have won six in the last seven. The only horse to thwart the recent and White Army was Poonamu, mm. uh with Paddy Carberry on three years ago. So uh, they sort of. It's another
1: 51s, perfect jewel that day. Started four bucks.
0: The day that Poonamu won? Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. Where to run? <laughs> Fourth.
1: Good mate of mine actually took 81s Poonamu early. Troy. Is that right?
2: Mm hmm. So good on him.
0: Well done, Troy. Mm. Well done, Troy.
2: Um, shout out to Troy. Mm. <laughs> <laughs>
0: all right race 4 is the second of our west speed platinum features it's one hundred twenty-five thousand dollars west speed platinum size stakes for three olds over the 1200 meters might see what michael's thoughts are on this three old set weights and penalties
2: really like the look of the velvet queen as a horse i think clearly from my opinion the biggest raw talent in the race but I had a price favourite, but at $5.50, I had this a real each way the field type of race and likely to settle probably dead last in a race without a huge amount of natural pace. $3.30 was a bit of a risk. Pat Scott Sass has had a really unorthodox prep, but I think she's flying at the moment. She can roll forward probably to the breeze. Ain't no other man's terrifically weighted under the conditions. Gets a soft run just behind them. Not sure if he's going at his best, but I think he gets conditions to suit and safety fuse. Next best, progressing through the grades nicely and maps really well, but I think it's a, a better race than probably just the Velvet Queen with the market at $3.30. Proberty's a nice horse, really unlucky the other day. Pixie Chicks goes well, but will probably settle rewards as well. There, You can make a case for a few horses here, so low confidence race, but probably Pat Scott Sass would be, uh, if I was to look outside of the Velvet Queen, I, I like the way she's going at the moment.
1: Interested have a chat to Crip um, regarding Kira because I would have thought she'd get first pick of Pat or, or Pixie. Um, Pixie was obviously the front Barbie. That looks great. That form line. Don't, yeah. get, don't get me wrong. And maybe she picked before she saw the gates. Um, but yeah, I think Pat's is flying, and I would have would have thought that would have been the um, the ride for for Kira potentially. Um, um, I tend to think they're going to go
0: forward on Pixie chicks. Potentially, and I yeah. just that's, hard. that's, that's yeah. hard work.
1: There's no, I honestly it was funny, I couldn't find a leader. Michael was bang on in regards to what they want to try and do, but I, I thought Pat Scott Sass be, would breeze. I wanted to see him try that the last couple of starts. And yeah. I, I find it funny, obviously, they should have led last time. This is a $125,000 race, so I, I completely get it. But 16, 14 back to 12, Pat got Sass to me was really improving up in trip, and it, to me, it made sense to go the other way rather than come back to the 12. I but think the, the 100, 120, uh, a bit like a few of the races today, the 125000 is getting people involved in races and that
0: maybe. And it's like, a restricted race. Yeah, it's for yep. speed Platinum only. So they they probably feel as though they're racing like it's a it's a it's a good fit for those horses because they don't you know they're, they're just taking on the locally bred horses. But with Pat Scott Sass, I think they made a tactical error by just not leading the other day and that slowly run the steer. Oh,
1: I thought they should have led the Guineas. Yeah, they, they had tried to go forward in the Guineas. Handed Guinness
0: up. Too. They walked. Never got out. And then she was
1: three deep, wasn't she? Uh, tried, Whiting tried to restrain, tried to restrain. He ended up just sitting three-day glass. Right? Yeah, so yeah. Sort of sitting like three-day. Like and then if you go back to the went midweek and it got beaten by Native Chimes. I think it was Native Chimes. Uh, or Island um, Chimes. Yeah, Native Island Chimes. Child, yeah. That was
2: funny, wasn't it? Um, she's a really big horse as well. Barrier one last start. It's probably never going yep. to suit her. And she was just strung up in behind yep. them. Did, didn't even really appear to stride out, but was only beat, beaten. Three lengths. Shaw sure, McGrady is obviously a positive rider. I thought Wolfie Sauce, Millivoy could potentially take up the running by default. Yeah,
1: I think, well, I think they'd be mad what about not Awesome to.
2: Chatter? I had yeah, box seating. All, yeah. I, if, ain't no other nothing, man through about the fence.
1: Yeah. If nothing takes it on, Awesome Chatter will be happy leading, I suspect. But if Millivoy looks to me like it lays in.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, so what a great opportunity. Just find the fence and I just roll along. I, I'm i not going to be on Millivoy, mm-hmm. but I, it wouldn't surprise me if Millivoy won the race, to be honest yeah. with you. Yeah. Like, I think views, Millivoy's I got a
3: bit of
2: was probably the, the map horse of the
1: race one yeah. out like that mm-hmm. yeah but look, I, I yeah i i went into this with a similar mindset i'm gonna try and get the velvet queen beaten um but i i ended up having a sort of around 255 yeah uh market wise i just think she's got the most scope i i'm not that impressed by the border force win then i looked at it was into the easterly not much made ground they didn't go fast chris didn't pull the stick the previous win over uni queen who then beat bell lap who came out and won there's this really
0: good form around it um i think i think it's first starting a around and third it's a radar in the front bar yeah. yeah look
1: brad went up Close to five bucks, which was a nice price. Four oh, did it, I didn't see that. Yeah, made things easy. 320, 330 at the time of, of recording. That's still a bet. I'm okay with that. I think the money probably keeps coming because it's the horse that yeah. people want to be on. And you're looking, who's your second favourite? Awesome wanna. Geez, awesome Chatterwana, weak maiden, like a very weak maiden. Um
0: so I, I, I had gear me over I the crunching. Queen, <laughs> and then I had three horses, eight fifty, pixie chicks, Pat's got safety fuse. Yeah, okay. Then then it was all upwards others from there.
2: Yeah. I'd probably
0: be a clear second favourite. I can't.
1: Holly-
2: Heck, McLaren. Okay. Heck, McLaren. Upwards others. (laughs) yes.
1: That's very good. <laughs> I that. Um, Yeah, I'd probably be your second favourite. I think if Holly doesn't go through the fence, it's just about wins last start, to be honest with you. Yeah, Joey um, back on. Not
0: yep. Probably gets a good,
2: good map too, doesn't it? Yeah, just worry. Sometimes probably misses kicks back, which yeah. is yeah. a worry. Yeah. You get on the back of safety fuse or yeah. one out yep. two back, one out three back. Yeah. Um, you blowouts. He, he beat Bazoom first up last
3: prep. Yeah. Yep, 100% yeah,
1: hundred percent. Bazoom had him as well. Had had his back and had him on toast. So I thought that was super. Um, and the other one, probably unbeaten in five trials and excuses at the two losses is Forever Dreaming. Beat Beads last campaign. Um, yeah it's your can't draw a gate hey
2: cannot draw a gate no I can't
1: draw a gate which hurts but um yeah, look, I'm I'm two dollars fifty five the Velvet Queen. I surprised myself getting that price, to be honest. So um that's the way I'll go. If you struggle to mark a second favourite, there's usually a reason for that. Yeah. Yeah. But pretty, I need three dollars plus to bet because you need luck, as Michael said, yeah. from where it's gonna be in the run.
0: I'm pretty keen on Velvet Queen, just the way that Chris Parnum is riding this this type of horse at the moment. Perfect, just, angelic miss style. So sweetly timed, uh, beautifully balanced, poised, confident, like he's I think it's something he's really added to his. Even though, he like, what did he write? Two hundred winners last season, something
2: ridiculous. Two hundred and one or two, something yeah.
0: wild. I feel as though he's. Is it silly to say he's riding better at the moment? Like he's. He's our best jock at the moment. Pike conclusion. He's crushing it. Um, in front, behind. I feel like he's added that real. <laughs> feel like he's riding that cherry. Come on. Uh, <laughs> I feel like he's really added that that sense of time into his riding. Even, even, he's taken that to another level this season, and for that reason, three wide line, Velvet Queen peeling to the middle. Her closing speed, she's got to zoom past them. I'm going to give you a great example of Chrissy
1: Parnham in that sense. Is a horse called Cold Chisel? Yeah, he beats Kika Gold Sun and Travello. I reckon if you swap the rides or whatever, that that was the third best run of the race. Everyone, yeah. Cold Chisel come out yesterday, started the dollar Yeah. I didn't bet against so it. I had no interest in the race, but I think it showed you. Cold Chisel just battled, but I think that was sort of where it's at. Yeah, I think it was just watch that ride. That is the greatest example of how well he like he lifted that horse at a dollar dollar seventy. Yeah, without him, it loses. So yeah, yeah, he's just he's flying. Yeah, What's I think a it was a good,
0: a good example that Pinjero was that Praise with Fire. Is that a horse plays. Got, players, plays. Plays with yeah. Fire. With, with a Z. With a Z, that's right. Yeah. Plays with Fire. The Rockville Birdie horse. Yeah, Ooh. and he was back. It looked like, oh, geez, he's in some strife here, but he was just able to keep the horse balanced, sort of angle out into the clear without losing any momentum, and then it, it had so much to give light, so which is why I'm really keen on the Velvet Queen. All right, guys, let's take a break. We'll get stuck in this Uber Eats, and when we come back, speak of the devil, it's Chris Parnham versus Lockie Taylor in the Mundaring Hotel, WA Racing Mastermind.
1: Okay, it is now time for the Mundaring Hotel, WA Racing Mastermind competition, BJ.
0: Thanks, Terry, that is correct. The Mundaring has been the heart of the hills since 1899. Located, Jacoby Street, Mundaring. It's all happening up there at the moment. You're heading towards Christmas time, feed, flutter, Froffies, family atmosphere so drop in and see the publican in butchie o'connor check out his big deck have some fun up there at the uh at the Mundeering. let make sure you let him know that you are a one one listener special treat today terry mm. our first jockey has put up their hand to have a crack at the title of wa racing mastermind he was australia's leading jockey last season but he's yet to be a mastermind so this will be a first chris parnham welcome back to the one one
3: Thanks for
1: having me. Chris, it's good to have you on. As BJ said, you were Australia's leading jockey last year. Uh, say you are to knock off Lachlan today, which I know you're quite confident that you are. You will do so. What will be the bigger achievement, the um, Australia's <laughs> leading jockey or, or the mastermind on the 1-1 WA Racing podcast? <laughs>
3: Definitely
2: the mastermind. <laughs> yeah, I, thought so. I think they've you boys went through every jockey, but Terry's bagged them all. So Chris is the only one that they're actually able to get on, I think.
1: He just likes bagging me more than I bag him. That's that's the only, that's anything. We
0: we do do know that Chris is a bit of a racing nuffy and uh, he loves it. So I expect this to be a really good battle. Mm. And he's taking on, uh, Was he, a three-time mastermind now? No, it's, there's conjecture It's ridiculous. The black shadow himself. Mm. Lockie Taylor.
3: Welcome back. G'day, boys. How are we?
0: Very well, very well, Lockie.
1: Uh, first of all, actually, yeah, BJ mentioned Black Shadow. You must be pretty happy with the uh, the win on the weekend. Uh, have you managed to keep a lid on it at all, or is uh, are you already planning the uh, the celebrations at about five pm on the first of January?
3: No, too nervous already to to not keep a lid on it at this stage. But um, no, he'll race
0: next Wednesday, and then all things going well, he will go towards the first cup and looks like a, a real life chance yeah absolutely Mm. absolutely that was uh pretty authoritative wasn't it on Mm. sunday so happy days so um chris Parnham, lockie taylor battling it out for the mastermind fellas your names are your buzzers and to be crowned this week's mastermind you need to be the first person to answer three questions correctly
3: yeah good
0: all right, I am going to throw it to our guest, Michael Heaton, to
2: do the intro. He's pretty excited about it. So, <laughs> Mastermind, are you ready?
3: I can't believe I just heard that. <laughs> yep.
2: Challenger, are you ready? Yep. Three, two, one. Who am I?
1: I am a current Perth-based jockey who has two rides this upcoming Saturday. My previous two Saturday rides were both in group ones. I've earned just under $8 million in prize money across my career, having ridden in WA, Victoria, South Australia, Tasmania, and New South Wales. I've ridden 290 winners in my 23 years on this planet, with 19 of those being for Colin Webster, the most of any trainer I've ridden for. I won the two-
3: Chris. Jordan Tanner. Oh, he's <laughs> off the no, he's mark. Too good.
1: He's too good. I, I liked that one. I liked the uh, the group one stat. That's why I
0: went for that one today. But,
1: I tell you uh, what. George... You liked your own work, did you? I did, <laughs> yeah. I did. That's not the first of
2: all,
0: actually. Why is Jordy still riding if he's earned $8 million in prize money? <laughs> I've My mounts have earned. My he, mounts have earned $8 million. Oh, come <laughs> on. Grow up. He would uh, he would take that any and then, other uh, way. Yeah,
1: I won the 2020 Karakata Plate with my father winning the race the following year.
0: That was the last clue. So there you go. One 0
1: How
3: about Chris? How about Chris getting the first question about his best friend that he holds hands with at a race? <laughs> <laughs> well, he's a sore loser, isn't he, on Taylor?
0: Uh, <laughs> all, all right. Well, this one well, this this might square the ledger a bit. Next question. Chris Parnum and Mitchell Pateman both rode the former Jim Taylor-trained Magnificio as apprentice jockeys. Name the only other apprentice to ride the Star Sprinter.
3: A little, a
1: little clue, a little clue that he ran last when this uh,
2: when this former apprentice and the jockey is now retired.
3: Lucky, lucky.
0: Ryan Hill. Oh, <laughs> from the depths. Late, uh, you could hear late. him googling. Did you hear, his,
1: <laughs> could you hear his fingers going then? He's looking up Magnificio's no, history.
0: His, it, was, it was the retirement call. Uh,
1: you, you got your mate Michael Heaton <laughs> here. <helping you out. laughs> who, who you hold hands with on a Saturday.
0: <laughs> All right, Chris won. Lockie won. Okay, so to celebrate the inaugural Westby Platinum Race Day this weekend, name the Adam Durant train stayer. That is the highest ever West Speed earner. Lockie. Oh. Lockie Taylor. Come come play with me. Correct. Oh. Chris uh, one, Lockie two. Match point. righty. Market ruler and special reward are two of the top five West Speed earners in history. Who trained these horses?
3: Lockie. Oh. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I'm pretty sure Chris wrote Mark at in didn't he? Chris wrote both of them, yeah. Oh, no. He's giving you one on a platter, Chris. <laughs> Lockie
0: Taylor. Oh, no. Can I just get a,
3: an instant repub?
0: <laughs> Jen, we're going to have to that loop. We're going to have to That's loop true, that. Uh, L- that Lockie. would be That would be Simon, A. Eh, Miller? Mm. Correct. He's done it. Back to back to back. to really Back
3: well.
0: to back. Yeah. Lockie's just, yeah, he's just... All over it like a rash that last question but um yeah congratulations Lockie taylor you remain the wa racing the mundaring hotel wa racing
2: mastermind thank you Full timer. which girl are you going to take to the mundaring lock you've got a few vouchers now
3: um you <laughs> and
2: yeah, that's probably the that's where the list ends. I think <laughs> free feed's a good feed. That's all right. Uh, we
0: must thank Chris Parnham, Super Hoop. He's uh, jumped on board prior to heading to the races today to have a crack at the Mastermind. Thanks for uh, joining in the fun, mate. And um, you've got a tremendous book of rides at Ascot on Saturday. What can you uh, what can you let the listeners know and who you who you're most confident about?
3: Oh
1: um
2: He needs to compose himself. Yeah. I was gonna say he's probably a
1: bit flat now. He doesn't <laughs> care about his rides on Saturday. <laughs> they mean nothing.
3: Yeah, no, nah, look, I think flying this will run well. Um got good rides all day. I Party party's a bit stiff the other day, so it's gotta be some sort of chance and then Angelic misses in again and she's running well, so yeah, hopefully get something. Mm. And I
1: reckon. I reckon we give it a couple of months. Now we'll have Chris back on. I reckon. Even. Yeah. I reckon I we so. do a uh, yeah. Maybe try and get Brad or Steve on as well, and we can uh, yeah have a little bit of a a little bit
0: of a head to head that rivalry. Yeah. Who would who who was who would win that battle, Chris? Between uh, the Carnum boys. Probably, <laughs> oh, I'd beat them all, but probably Steve ahead of Brad. Steve ahead of Brad, okay, good to know, good yeah. to know. Hey mate, I, I think th- if the race day experience got, got the better of me today.
1: <laughs> you'll, be, you'll be better for the run. Yeah.
0: Very good, thanks That's again, right. thanks again Chris, and congratulations Lockie mate. Uh, once again, can you uh, can actually we're gonna have a break next Thursday, so um, the Mundaring's gonna breathe a sigh of relief when Lockie Taylor doesn't. Race through the door with a uh, fist full of vouchers, but uh, in two weeks' time for our Perth Cup Day edition, will you be able to join us on a Thursday morning? Once again, Lock. It won't be a problem. Very good. <laughs> Congratulations again, mate. Thanks again, Chris. And uh, yeah, Mundaring Hotel W Racing Master One Two Point Taylor continues on his winning ways. Thank you. Thanks, guys. Thanks, fellas. LT, too good again. Stables in form. He's in form. It's all happening. Yeah. I, even I mean, had a, a shave for the occasion too. He, yeah, saying,
1: if he didn't realise it was wasn't a Zoom call. Um <laughs> I, I yeah, look, I'm gonna I reckon Chris was unlucky that it wasn't. I think if we asked more historical questions, yeah. um uh, I think Chris would have had luck to some degree. Yeah. Even though they're both, both about the same age, aren't they? Very close. A yeah. couple of years in it. Yeah. Um, yeah, I reckon, um, yeah, I reckon we'll have Chris on again in coming months
2: and uh, as you said, it'd be better for the run. Yeah, Chris stepped fast, and he just got crossed at about the yeah, hundred, and did. from there he was just yep in all sorts. Of, I think probably no be,
1: white flag, wasn't he? If he stayed in front there, just he's going, exactly right. If he stays yeah. in front, they're not catching him. But it's like that time Zebel, Luke Fernie told um, Chris to hand up on Z. Should have just should have just stuck to the front. <laughs> Always no. remember that, Luke. <laughs>
0: Well, but I mean, I think I, I feel as though since the Channel Ten experience, that Lockie's really taken his game to a whole another level. Michael, what do you think?
2: Oh, just the confidence about man, isn't it? He just gets around with that strut. Now he's just just confident. Just where, where was he? Is he in the toilet or the bathroom when you called? Him? Just, he, <laughs> well, he doesn't have time for us anymore. No, okay, we're secondary. Calling, and he. But, but yeah, he's just very polished.
0: the like the uh, the uh, the upset to Riley Morgan a few weeks ago, controversial, has. Maybe there's just a the loss that he had to have. It's really propelled him to, uh, to a whole nother level when it comes to the mastermind. But once again, too good, Lockie Taylor. And uh, we're, we're not going to be on next week, as I said, but in two weeks' time, we're going to have our Perth Cup Day edition prior to Black Shadow as well. So. Michael, do you think that –
1: because I need Lockie beaten. now. I've actually had enough. I'm not even joking. That's enough of Lachlan. Do you think Scotty Embry will
2: come on and take him on? Absolutely.
1: You reckon he will? Yeah. Right, this is us throwing the challenge out
2: to stop the run of Lockie Taylor to Scotty Embry for a couple of weeks' time. Fortnite, Fortnite build up leading yeah. into it. 100%. Get some marketing well, behind it. Might mm. even make it a first of five. No, I not do that. <laughs> L- look, loser can't come to the Christmas party the next yeah, day. Yeah, exactly <laughs> right. <laughs> All right. All right.
0: All right, well, uh, thanks that's again to the good people up there at the uh, Mundaring Hotel, especially Ian Butchie O'Connor, one of the legends of the game. And um, yeah, so uh, yeah, if you get an opportunity Go in, see the publican, Ian, say good day, especially over Christmas time. There's a lot happening up there, and uh, enjoy summer up at the Mundaring. <laughs> Fellows, we are back. Race five is the TBWA Stallion Tender Scheme trophy. Gee, that really rolls off the tongue. This is the third of the four West Speed Platinum 125000 dollars races. This is for Colts and Geldings, ratings 66 plus brigade. Another quality race to assess form wise lots of talent involved um 13 runners to face the starter we've got the exciting no white flag we've got the top weight class runner all day session who um, we got a rejuvenated Apple schnapps with the gang brothers and a host of other chances and Rain runners as back that people will be wanting to make a case for but um
1: Jedi Mind, more warriors, a different horses campaign. Yeah, it's a cracker, isn't it? And the weights, race. the weights make this race great. Like, yeah,
0: yeah, Sun Sun. We didn't mention Sun Sun.
1: Sun Sun. Yeah, it's it's a really really good race. Yeah, it's a um, absolute cracker. Michael, first question for you. Um, no white flag is tardily away. Barrier two, back to the twelve hundred meters near the other speed horses are drawn eleven and twelve. I don't think there's any others that'll challenge for the top. Can those two, in particular Apple Schnapps, who looks extremely fleet-footed these days early, um, can Apple Schnapps get across no white flag, who I reckon will probably step slowly again, but from the wider gates, it, it might allow uh, No Sean McGrady to kick up and hold the top.
0: Well, there's nothing really drawn, sorry, Michael, there's nothing really drawn next to him that is going to be able to cross no white yep. flag. So yep. he's going to, if he is a
2: half-length slower away, he's going to have an opportunity to muster. Yep. Yeah, I certainly think they'll be trying, but it's it has to be a big concern. The way he steps, no white flag, drawn in back to the 1,200. He's never seen a tempo before, which he's likely to yeah. get here with Apple Schnapps and Sun Sun coming across. I do think he'll, he'll hold up just for that fact that you said they've all drawn out wide. So if they come across, I, I'm sure Apple Schnapps probably breezes and Sun Sun maybe three deep the trip. That's what I'm yeah. uh, expecting or at least hoping for. And But still, no white flag. This is rising a couple of grades here and this is certainly the toughest test of his career I was quite surprised he came I'm I'm surprised and not surprised in in, by the same way I guess there is such a boom on this horse he certainly is a SP type of horse no white flag but uh, I didn't expect him to be the the clear favorite which he initially was what did you think about Brad's market this morning Michael Uh, I was hoping he was wrong with uh with his market I thought all day session was probably my best bet of the day his last three races have been in High oh, grade is absolutely flying. His run home uh section of his last start were unbelievable When second to Probably just about winged. Yeah, and he was unlucky as well. Second to uh Triple, triple missile. missile, he gets Chris mm-hmm. Parnum, he just gets a perfect setup here at Map. I even thought, thought his Reeves run was really good. With oh, Rot, s- Ryan yep. So yeah yep. yep. Pre- previous start Udi beat some um, moderate animal as well. Uh, all, kiss on all four cheeks. Yeah. Beaten less than four and a half at Leech straight two starts ago. Last time he was in this grade. Is a sixty-one? Won.
1: That's the query. Does a sixty-one bother
2: you? Oh well, it's not ideal, but I just feel he's—he's he's obviously has a class yeah, edge. Yeah, gets offset by his quality. And disease. Chris Parnham in the saddle as well, such a dream. If he drew twelve, I'd—I'd I'd be concerned, but I think one out two back, mm-hmm. just he probably can stay out of trouble and and zip them late. What I did find interesting, Rain of Fire has faced all-day session four times, beaten him home every time. Damn. Meets for those four outings meets him three and a half kilos better, four kilos better, four and a half kilos better, and four and a half kilos better. Yeah, I know. So that, I just Good found that too. mind-boggling that he is four for four against all-day session and meets him considerably better at the weight. So I had him in as the logical second danger here. Uh, I was sub $4 all-day session, about 480, rain of fire. I think you could have got probably double that initially for both horses, So as a a Dutch type of play, or back one save the other, really keen all day session, read of the save on rain of fire, I thought this was a nice race to get involved in.
1: Yeah, no, I really like. It. That's um, basically how I have seen it. Um, the rain of fire save really does make sense in the in the way you're mapping the race and looking at how it's going to be run. Probably yes, as it's well. Back. Yeah, exactly right. And um, I think all day session has gone on with it more than rain of fire. Oh, at this yeah. point, and that. But the, the weights, they, they, that's huge. I mean, if Chrissy Parnham gets held up for a second with the 61, it's pretty hard to pick up the yeah. sprint. Mm-hmm. The big thing for me with the 61 that made it okay for me was he's carried 61 once in the past. Um, he, won, he didn't led. He. Yeah. It was a class one, but it was a strong was, class And wasn't. it was a
0: thousand, was it? It was a thousand. Yeah. But he
1: sort of picked up and went again. Like so he's shown he can carry that weight and, and it wasn't the end of the world for him. So um yeah, no, I I'm, I'm three dollars and twenty-five cents, I think. Uh, three dollars and Twenty five cents for all day session and a bit like you, I'm equal. I've got no white flag. Equal second favourite with Rain of Fire. That's purely on the fact that if they if No White Flag does jump and run, the times it can run, yeah, um, it might. That might be good enough to win. But I've got major reservations and yeah, there's no way in the world No White Flag's ever going to get to a backable price for me. But um, I haven't considered
2: saving Rain of Fire, but I reckon I might do after. A, after what you've just said. So, yeah. Apple Schnapp's flying as well. If he gets to the breeze, some sort of hope. Jedi Mind. Uh, no luck. last week. First up last week. Really liked him yesterday. Uh, sorry, last week. Seven days after a first up run. Never usually one of mine. The horse that I couldn't get was Sun Sun. I thought it would be three days of the trip and yeah. just wasn't able to get him from his, his previous form as well. I really liked him as a three-year-old and I, I expected to get him shorter than what I did. But after doing the race, he came up a lot longer than I Expected and Forest wars going okay as well, but probably the rearwards and last. He'll have to outsprint horses like All Day Session and Reign of Fire over, which, tw- over 12, which as well. I'll be surprised if he Sun, could do. Sun Sun
1: and Apple Schnapps are two of the ones I was sort of talking about in regards to dropping back to, especially Sun Sun, dropping back to an unsuitable journey because of the $125,000 on offer. So um, yeah, I think with some they they think he's a tough bugger, so they'll probably be happy to sit in three deep and working and saying just put it to him, but that should really only work in um Clint doesn't mind sessions. sitting
0: three deep at the moment. <laughs>
1: no, no. Clint's <laughs> Yeah, I think Clint's not in the peak peak form that peak he was of, in. Peak of his powers. Yeah, that he was in a little while ago. But um no, he's still riding well enough to have confidence in him. But um
0: yeah, I think he's just not probably at his complete best. I just want to talk about Apple Schnapps. This horse is a real mystery to me. Like The way that Lindsay Smith handled this horse was like he he appeared as though he didn't have a very good opinion of him, really, and he tried to sell him multiple times, and jimmy has got hold of him. He won that race first up with, I think it was Keshe, on board, uh, straight to the front. The other day when Jared nosky rode him, he actually went four lengths above Benchmark early, like at Hooning, and I went back through his whole career. He's never even gone anywhere near kicks. that speed before. Hmm. So for him to whack away having been exposed to that tempo and still finish third behind in rating 72-plus company, I thought that was significantly tough performance from a horse who I didn't really – I never really rated as such, you know, like he was – Always looked limited. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, I mean, uh, they're going to be positive again. He's going to sit outside, no white flag as long as, you know, he, he gets away cleanly and – yeah, I don't know. I think the way that the Ganyby brothers have this horse pegged at the moment, Apple Shamps, I can see him fighting out in the finish as well. But I think we're all in alignment here. I was, um, I've got all-day session on top. I, I had him a $4 chance. Um, I could have got him a touch shorter. But, uh, but yeah, I thought that was a good price for all-day session. And, um, yeah, the early odds were, were juicy enough. Um, but, yeah, all-day session, Chris Parnham just looks like he's just going to, with that pressure as well early, that – no white flag is going to have to absorb. You can just imagine top top drop like Chris just has him positioned beautifully. Just needs that um, flow into the race. And from there, I think despite the 61 that his class is going to shine through late, and I think he's, well, I think he's not, got these covered, you know? Yeah, yeah.
1: It's not despite – if he gets held up with the 61, you're in big trouble. That's the that's the big thing. That's what you got to pay for. That's what you got to yeah. decide what price you need to Come pay, pay <laughs> for that. Jared Noski's last winner was in May this year. Two wins on written matter.
2: Auto session was emergency for the winter bottom yeah, as well. Yeah, and triple missile. And triple missile, yeah. yeah. And Apple snaps clearly perhaps loving life out of the heavy sand as well with track training regime, but also stepping up to 1,400 metres. I don't think he'd ever been trying over fourteen and listening after his first up win in the post-race interview Chris said that he thought Michael was an idiot pretty much when he bought him, thought that he was a horse that was just on his mark and Michael said that he's never even been tried over 1400 so let's give him a crack and look what happens. He's pretty, I've spoke to Michael about that, he's pretty happy with himself <laughs> yeah, as well as, uh, as, as you would be so uh, yeah, know, 40 grand,
0: that's a uh, I thought, I thought another bargain. was just before we leave this race One, I think we're pretty, we're all in alignment here with the top of your day session but just from a speed map point of view, I just want to see what what they get what they'll do with kelvin with Bo benefit edwards on board it could be the thorn thorn in the, the side of a few runners here if they spear it, if he can recapture some of that um gate speed thorn. that he's got that he does possess like with Bo on board he could just he could be a bit of a nuisance value to those horses up on top of the speed as well which was another thing which made me pretty pretty keen to um find a horse who's just going to be out of that and that was
2: uh all day session. With his rating now as well, I would just love to see Kelvin in one of those zero metro win last year races. I yeah. think if he went in those, he could quite easily pick up a couple of wins. Yeah, as prep.
1: I agree. I reckon if anything Kelvin gets in the way for all day session, because I don't reckon it's got the speed to challenge the leaders, but it's got the speed to be in front between the leaders in all day session and be stopping on him. But, yeah, Kelvin's a uh, an interesting one. One of those gallopers you wouldn't mind getting your hands on, actually.
0: I agree. All righty. So... All day session is uh yeah we're, we're all pretty pretty keen on the Ashley Mailey trained top weight there. Race six is the Phillies and Mares version of the race that we just previewed. It is called the Yapona Classic, one hundred twenty five thousand dollars again, twelve hundred meters ratings sixty six plus. It's been scaled up marginally to a sixty five plus. Wow, talk about open races.
1: I spent I reckon I spent nearly two and a half hours in this race. I, I <laughs> okay, what price was your favorite? And what did you come up with? What price five
0: dollar
2: the field? What um, price five, was your favorite? Five dollars. Who Five. was your favorite? Who was your favorite? Gunmetal Grey. No, Gunmetal Grey was my second favorite. Uh I was Gunmetal Grey. Universal Pleasure, Queen of Soul. Universal Pleasure was my third favorite. Well, equal, I had them equal second favorites.
1: I'm the only no, no, You won't have my favorite. I've got, who, I've got
2: Starfield. Nah.
1: Who? I'm pretty. Wow. Yeah. I'm pretty. Wow. Yeah.
0: Without Pike.
1: Without Pike, yeah. Has, has, wow. I, has I'm
0: pretty one without Pike? Yeah, but. Uh, has it working on the
1: theory that last campaign I'm pretty's wins were just super like yeah.
0: phenomenal. Like I'm going through
1: the grades type phenomenal type stuff. First up, slow tempo, got past speedy miss it was flying. second up had no right to win and won with a leg in the air. Recent trial would have won every trial of the day, ran third over a thousand meters under a hole from Pike. It was just like the horse it's just like, well, I've come back here. And I just see this having a heap of speed in it, a lot of ugly speed in the race. So I think it's going to come down to a potentially a horse three wide line with cover. Um, and I've got I'm Pretty as the, the peak of them. You've got to remember Queen Soul was in a, it's your favorite at the moment. It was in a class one
3: a mm-hmm. couple of
1: starts ago. I don't think this is a, it's a $125,000 race. But you can't look at it like that. You no, know? it's a ratings so, race. Exactly right. 50s yeah. so, mm. yeah. and West
2: Westmead Platinum, 66 plus. So there are multiple restrictions on it.
1: Exactly right. Exactly. There's plenty of restrictions. No, I had a joke, but it wasn't going to come out that well. (laughs) Miss Vasari is your second favourite, I think. I just think it'll be such a hard ride. I think we fall back the fence and I just, oh God, it's going to be a hard ride for Brad Parnham for the fence. And then Gunmetal Gray and Universal Pleasure are the two that um, I reckon can win. We'll both settle on speed. Universal Pleasure has been handled poorly this campaign <laughs> a couple of times.
2: Um, no, his band goes on. <laughs>
1: I just band. worry about where Universal Pleasure ends up. I reckon they can cross and lead just yeah. And Gunmetal yeah. Gray, um, if all the speed does come across, it might just end up a pair further back than I'd anticipated. But it just, and it's a killer blow well, thing. Poor
0: old Universal Pleasure doesn't know where that's Arthur and Martha, surely. Oh, they've just got
1: to jump and run here. Yeah. Yeah, have to suspect yeah. Chrissy Parum going on is huge for the horse as well. Yeah. So yeah. Um, but yeah, I think Vain Tempest leads up a three-wide line or Shantourk. Um, not Shantouk, who's the other one? Sorry, that's a later race. Uh London, Vain Miss, Tempest, London Miss. London Miss. Yeah, one of those two lead them up. I think both lead it up pretty well. Both lead up a three-wide line pretty light, pretty nicely. And I just I really hope that Clint just doesn't drop out and, and look for runs. I just this is a this is a three-wide line. Mm. This is your perfect three-wide line type of race. And the fact I'm getting, lot of me getting 11, 12, 13 bucks? Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm happy playing. So my play this race will be I'm pretty for a result, and I'll be back in gunmetal gray and universal pleasure to square up. So we know each way. It will just be a big uh, win bet to make I'm pretty a really big result. Um, and I won't be losing gunmetal gray or universal pleasure.
0: Okay, I was five fifty in the field. My two my two faves were Miss Vasari and Queen of Soul. Actually, um, but yeah, Miss Vasari is going to need so much to go right for her. From one, I had her on top. I just really like that explosiveness that she showed last start when when ridden sort of quiet and having to having to sort of be conservative. Uh, and then went once clear, just really let down. That last 200 was exceptional. So, Brad Parnham put it asleep from one. If the gaps come, look out for Miss Vasari, launch and late, but really this is a massive head scratcher. Um, interesting runner, Aberdeen Queen, first uh, up for Brad Graham. Just gonna
1: read your little thing in yeah. BJ's little preview. Um, the best of Aberdeen Queen probably wins this. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that, this would be like the way it works. It yeah. gets up at thirty to one when none of us are on. Yeah. They're all piling in it. Three many, bucks thirty times in the past.
0: How many times? How
1: well, many times? the thing is, it creeps out to thirty dollars bet Fairer, You just probably have to. Yeah, save yeah. It, I've got it. Aberdeen Queen twelve dollars. I'm yeah. 15, so uh, yeah, I'm fifteen. I was eleven dollars <laughs> <at>
0: Aberdeen
1: Queen. <laughs> <laughs> all I'll say is about this market. There's yeah. a lot of runners. But before I go into that, so you've got Queen of Soul as your favourite, you
0: said? Uh, Eagle favourite? 550, 5. yeah.
1: Yeah, so Bread to Flirt probably should have beat it last start. I thought Bread to Flirt was just a yeah. good thing beaten from where it is. It's 27 days, McGrady goes on. It's a, a lot of positives. Not that Brad offs a positive, um, but that's quite, a, that shows doesn't it? That class I've, got one, her, I've got her $11. It shows ball. you how, yeah, I'm, yeah. yeah, it shows you how sort of tight it is. But then there's a few that I think are well under the odds. Vain Tempest. Big weight swing against wide gate, there's a lot against it. Try for us $15, that's going to jump $60. Safety Bay 20, that'll jump 70 Um, yeah, there's a few that are quite big, and I think Miss Vasari, which I'm up with to $10. That's fair, it's going
0: to be a great day to be lurking around the exchange on Sundays. Well,
1: yeah, mm. will I, uh, yeah, I think I, I get the feeling Gunmetal Grey will be yeah. pretty well supported here. Um, yeah. that's the feel I get, but uh, yeah, it's god, who knows what'll.
0: It's interesting, it's interesting these like. mares races like because going middle grey can come out of those listed races where it's run really, really well and then it comes into this. But it, that there isn't a huge gap between these ratings races and those listed mares races unless you've got a really good one like Dance Music in which we'll cover shortly. But a lot of them are just – they're just sort of progressive mares ratings race for mares really. And so. the mares
2: races are often run so slowly yeah. as well when there's a lot of – Hard luck stories. A few yeah, things they either are, run wildly fast or wildly slow. Yeah, so temperamental. Who would have thought? Yeah, Gunmetal Grey been has been going super. I had her on top, finally drawn a gate, so she probably doesn't have to burn like she has the last couple of starts. Can camp in just behind them, better suited, back in grade and back to twelve hundred meters as well. Yeah, universal pleasure with you there, Terry. Back in grade, back in distance, Chris Parnum. little bit of a concern with the noseband going on, but I thought could actually cross to lead the race. Mm-hmm. Queen of Soul, most progressive, could get a long way back. Starfield's impact from all reports has been trained. That's why Simon Miller has her for this race. Um, peak form reads really well, but twelve hundred metres I thought was probably a stretch. And Aberdeen Queen, I mean, how would you know?
0: I just didn't like the last bit of stuff. It would impact last start. Went I she absolutely was, horrible yeah, last start. I thought I thought was, but they horrible. did go
2: stupidly strong in yeah. front for a horse that was absorbing oh. the just behind. But this Can is, it's like this is like a lot easier
0: the breeze. Yeah. Yeah. Um, why do you reckon they've put the noseband on Universal Pleasure? Because my read on that run the other day wasn't that it wasn't over racing because it was over racing. It was over racing because it, it got across It <laughs> was asked to be. That was go too slow. <laughs>
1: stuff. That was wild, wild, wild. stuff. And they end up going
0: twelve lengths below average exactly. when That's they, when they went across. That's what I mean. So I hope it's not just. Oh, we thought that it pulled too hard. The reason it pulled too hard the other day is because it was racing. It was asked to run too slowly than what it likes to. So anyway, um, mate, this is a for me this is a dartboard job. But uh, Miss Vasari on top with a uh, gem of a ride by Bradley Parnum from Gate One, Gun Gunmetal Grey. Uh, as I said
1: I'll, I'm pretty for a result and I'll be not so, losing universal or Gunmetal.
0: Uh, uh and not losing Aberdeen oh, I might just for the just for the <laughs> for just for the so. theater
1: just for the theater <laughs> I might lose on it yeah. Uh, um, yeah this that's probably the race I'm most looking forward to um, to playing for the day very good
0: all right race seven another these Mays Race this time, it's the Ballas Racing Stables Starstruck Classic. A listed race, set weights and penalties over the 1,600 metres, the third in the four race uh, feature race for the series with the Jungle Mist, Jungle Dawn, Starstruck, and then the Latrice over 1,800 closes things off on Perth Cup Day. Starstruck over a mile and uh, the top here here in the set weights and penalties race anyway. Dance music, she's going to go for it. She's trying to attempt back-to-back victories. Michael,
2: thoughts? Uh, should be very, very hard to beat. i'm Clearly, the, the favourite for the race, brilliantly weighted. Um, average opposition here is a Metro seventy six. She's twenty seven points higher and only four kilos off the minimum. Coming out of all those group races, can lead or breeze. I think they'll whatever beats her will be winning. I actually was going for somewhat of a point of difference this race. My top three were all horses coming out of. Uh, other races outside of the Jungle Dawn last Mm -hmm. start. Playing Marika is just the biggest seven-day backup horse you've ever seen. Maps perfectly, well-weighted comparatively for the race. Berets, probably Probably stalks dance music too. Yep. Berets, probably a stretch at a mile potentially, but flying, wonderful map. Salaya can roll forward in a race devoid of any speed whatsoever, Angelic Miss. Uh, continually underrated, up against it, up to a mile from the back, but she can't really leave her out. But Slayer, I actually thought was a chance of going forward and potentially breezing this race. Yeah,
0: I've got her breezing as well.
2: Outside of dance music.
3: Mm-hmm. Mm.
0: So from there... So I had I had dance music Slayer playing Marika Leaders back, and I've got Beret, like, enjoying almost the run of the race. but so. yep.
1: F- funny. If you wanted to find a sort of one horse that you can correlate between the fillies and mares and then the wait for age runners um, or the railway Kingston runners which dance music's coming out of Solea, stiff not to win the jungle mist what's yep, the first yeah. one jungle mist over 1200 metres then goes gets the back of Massimo as the first horse beaten beaten six lengths you know like just puzzling was, decision to go to, to go the wait
2: for age race <laughs> <anyway>. <laughs> <laughs> I got,
1: I got, uh, got reprimand not reprimanded, but uh, yeah no, a couple of the owners messaged me about that after I'd sort of said that I thought it was a puzzling call but so uh, they did explain it. it did make sense the way they it what was the explanation? It. Oh, they had a brain fart. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, if you're going to uh, use, I don't know if Salaya's so 100% sound, so it might not be the perfect horse to use, but that maybe says to you what will Black that, type? That yeah, their dance music. Yeah, I think she doesn't got long left breeding barn, yep. blah, blah, blah. blah. Um, yeah, but that sort of gives you the indication that that weight for age form is far. away the Kingston Railway form has just got Oh, so superior.
0: The, yeah, I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: in yeah. that sense, I mean, if you yep. look at dance music in the railway stakes, carried three kilos more than... Um, western empire and came from the widest gate beat home Massimo that day as well yeah he, he sat, sat, outside, sat, yeah, outside. sat outside and Massimo went on a day where leaders weren't suited it actually went pretty well in skating yeah.
0: actually I thought she was pretty brave again in the Kingston town as she well. she was in yeah. front she was in front at the
2: 150 just about So, playing Marika's form reads well two starts ago the Ascot Gold Cup that third no luck the other day, but, geez, I think she's won... That's what you want to see, though, I
3: reckon. She's won
2: three out of four uh, off the backup and on uh, off the seven days, and she's also won from a Monday trial to a Saturday race, so she's pretty much won four races. I think they are her last four wins as well. Her last win was, I'm pretty sure she box-seated or was 1-1 that day as well, so she just ticks every box here for mine, and if you take out dance music, she's comparatively well-weighted to the rest of the field. I thought uh, her price was... Overs and dance music. I'm surprised. I was sub three dollars dance music, yeah. and I think went up five dollars with Green Tab. I saw that. Scurried. Best I could do was three
1: eighty, but I was still having yeah. three eighty. I tell you what. Yeah, Absolutely.
0: I was a flat three dollars dance music, and mm. yeah,
2: or do you have her? two fifty? Yeah,
1: I thought.
0: Yeah, she just. This is just a, this looks a really good bet.
1: I was two ninety
2: dance music, good 10, bet. $10 playing Marika, <laughs> good bet. Yeah,
1: I, I just think you just followed the rail here. I, I yeah. love what Michael said. I reckon it could be one, two, three, the rail. Yeah. Dance music playing Marika La Farola. La Firola was so big last time. Yeah. Money came in waves. Well, I it was there like so many of them were just held 10 up. 10 to 6 or something like that? If I'm yeah. Like, oh, yeah. It just, and just the fact dance music going to take playing Marika so far into it, and playing Marika should be taking... La Farola so far into it. All these other ones are going to have to come from real. What price is Bright Diamond? No. Like Bright Diamond, you've got so many in this race that are just too far under the odds. 5.50. Beret, fair enough. We don't know where that's at. I understand. Very strong in the market. That's fine. Bright Diamond, you've got to take on. Angelic Miss, probably to my detriment again. I've got to take on hard. Um, but, yeah, I'm going to follow the line. In, in
0: in Rails and
1: Run. Rails and Run, yeah. yeah very cane dance music and at the prices. I'm probably with Michael in, in probably saving playing Marika and Lafarola, twenties and fifteen. 19 dollars. You don't need you don't need much on it, sort of those type of prices to square up the race. But um yeah, dance music. If I get beaten, so be it. I she'll be in front for 1580 meters at least.
0: Yeah, and I don't think, I think it's just going to be like maybe she's a bit jaded at the end of the prep, but she, but, was, at, she was able to do that last year but, and come back. Yes. Yeah, so, yeah. BJ.
1: And the you, Latrice as well. Glad yeah. you brought that up. So, she won this race seventh up last campaign. She's fifth up here. Mm. There you go. And she had she's a half, kilo, half a kilo less, I think, last year, 58 and a half perhaps. How are the um, and she had, and that was still a pretty strong race with Naughty by Nature's and and uh and whatnot in the race. Aberdeen so. Queen, Aberdeen <laughs> Queen, yeah, exactly. I think I backed Aberdeen <laughs>
2: Queen actually. Oh, a yeah. beat two lengths Regal Power in a group one last start and goes up two kilos. Well, she went and a northerly this prep, yep. so
0: like, I don't know how any of these other horses would go in a the Northly fact that one.
1: like I think the fact she's drawn the outside gate is the reason we're getting a we're seeing a price. That's but what she needs. I mean, there it? is not one other speed horse in it, like I think. Challenging her potentially for the top. Uh, who else? Matt Wise. So me there, and you got Laferola playing Marika Beret, Salaya. Salaya. Unless an ocean, ocean, no, sorry, I can't
3: keep ocean. There's
1: not. There's just not. It's just not there. It's just not unless there. I go, unless they so go
0: nuts with Bams and Violet, I did. In the Asian's bow, but that's not going to happen, is it? Nah, going to go a yeah. cold wide. Neville's already been interviewed, so. so the leads there, the rails there, just if it's class is
1: there, I weights there. If I lose this bet, I'm so ha- this is one of those bets after the race, win, lose or draw. You're happy with the bet you place. So it's just mm. so good bet. It's clear cut. Anything over three bucks is wild shopping. I think.
3: Hmm.
2: Three forty, three fifty. Did you chew that one or just swallow it? Three forty <laughs> and three fifty across the board as well, which is surprising. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, Let's keep moving. Race 8, Own the Dream 2022 Handicap. Uh, That's ownthedreamwa.com.au. Contact Brennan Fiennes and the wonderful people there Own the Dream if you want to get involved in this terrific uh, thoroughbred ownership concept. Talking about terrific, another terrific contest on an absolutely brilliant day of racing out of Ascot. Wowzers. Uh, We had Christy Parnham on earlier in the mastermind, and he did mention the first horse that came to his mind when he was just quickly discussing his mounts. Day was Flying Missile, three-year-old Philly taking on the seasoned older
2: sprinters. Really interesting race, this one. What are your thoughts, Michael? Yeah, Flying Missile, I couldn't really get here. I wasn't sure where she was going to get in the run. I thought Charge would lead. Kenny Luck probably comes across to the breeze. I thought there was a chance Flying Missile could be with the one leading up that three-wide line. Chris Parham aboard, obviously, might prevent that, but... I've had a, a few others in front of her, but relatively keen. Gemma's son here. Form line superior to most others. Trolled up really well. Fresh legs. Maps lovely. Christie's won on him before. Can probably settle one out, one back behind the hot tempo. Get last crack at them. Uh, I think it, he ticks a lot of boxes, and you're getting each way is around $6. Starts longer. So longer. Wait for Betfair, I reckon, yeah. Rich- Christy
1: at the moment isn't riding all that many winners and I think Betfair does to a degree gravitate to full jockeys as well. It's a Absolutely. a yeah. the algorithm. So I think if if you were going to back Gemma Sun, I reckon you'd hold
2: fire and see it a little bit longer. Resort um, Man was okay first up, but this is a lot easier. Usually you know how genuine
1: Resort Man is? Yeah. So, even in his trial, did so much wrong and throwing his head around and then couldn't get past charge in that first up run, which I thought was disappointing from the 1-1. Um,
2: the Spruker yeah. was actually pretty good first up yeah, in, he was, in the carbine he was, and I thought he was a big winner from the draw on the map in this race. Written Matters, obviously super talented, but this is clearly his toughest test and he probably settles last and he hasn't uh, been up against some of these type of horses before. Thought he was probably under the odds, but Gemma Sun was my clear on topper.
0: Mm. <laughs> actually, I'll actually like Flying Missile. Um, I'm in a grants with uh, Chrissy Parnum here. Uh, breeze. No, I'm going one-one. Oh, you jammed it. Yeah. What? Straight in there. Hang yeah. on. How? Well, she's got she's got gate speed, right? So she's gonna she's she,
2: she he will he will find a spot on her.
1: I'm definitely not taking you on because you get it right nearly every single time. my
2: son has gate speed as well. You'd think he would be. Yeah. One, so one.
1: let's let's do the map charge and you like lead breeze. Yep. The spruker. So my demi's in one, the sprukers in two, mankind in three. Yep. So you reckon And Gemma Sun five. Gemma Sun five, Caracapo seven. Yeah. Flying missiles outside of them. So okay, my demi, let's put that out of it. Three mankind, back. Mankind, I know it's quick trial, but it's not that quick, so put it out of it. The spruker, you're thinking three pairs back, not yeah, back of them. There, okay, yeah. so put take the spruker out of it. So then you've got Gemma Sun Caracapo. You just got to cross one of them to the one one.
0: Yeah, I think Gemma son's the one that's gonna miss out on the spot. Really, yeah.
1: The back, yep. the back. yeah. Yep. I'm actually, I'm, yeah, i with you. I think Flying Missile uh, might get caught deep
2: as well. But Jim's son's breezed in a fast run, both on over yeah, a thousand.
0: But I, I don't know. I just feel, I just don't have confidence that Christie's going to be able to get it, get this horse out and into that spot. And she, I, she's I, led on him before over a thousand as well. Yeah, I just think Flying Missile is just Chris has has got such a good understanding of what this horse can and can't do? I think he'll be happy to 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 get it fire out of the machine and and that's so we'll make those horses work to the um, you know uh, what's Kenny Kenny Lux drawn ten just sort of tag Kenny Luck across and milk milk it and then make it then sit behind it. So.
1: Mm. This is a race when I sort of wrote down my odds. I said just opinions will be wild here. Yeah. so varying, so unique, so interesting, and it's um it's a cracker. There's enough speed on it for Written Matter to come from last, but geez, it's gonna have to be good at 78 plus grade. I'm I'm taking Flying Missile on. Not so much of the map, but the map worries me. Mm-hmm. Going from th- I'm not sure how good these three-year-olds are and how good that form is. 78 plus, that's a big jump. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Three-year-old races to 78 plus. A lot only of the drops a kilo. Yeah, a lot of the three-year-olds come out when a 60, 60 plus, 78 plus. That that worries me. She obviously not utilizing her full allowance as a three-year-old. Um that's only another kilo, I say so she's missing out on, but yeah, I I I took her on a little I'm in, insane saying that she's six, I'm nine, I think. So I'm not taking her on wildly in that sense. But um yeah, I, I just uh yeah. I just I just feel like it's a it's a real, really good open class race. You're having your first crack at a lot of like we saw the front bar go and take on the 60-66 plus horses, we saw beads win a sixty plus um, yeah, that that was my only sort of minor query. Plus then you got the map. If you sit deep, you're probably cooked as well.
2: So. What do you do with the horse like Caracapo beaten a length and a quarter Elite Street two starts ago and coming well, out of the winter bottom last time he was in a ratings race he won. Look at his, his twelve hundred meter. That's me That's record. I'm, yeah, Caracar- I'm with
1: Caracapo, yeah. the price. Yeah, I I think he's been forgotten a little bit. I, I think he probably gets out further too. He's twenty bucks probably across the He's nine average, eight average, 19 17. Um, across the agencies, I'm $9.50, so I'm not sure. I'm the same price flying missile as I am Caracapo. It's purely a pricing. But What were you, Caracapo? Nine fifty. Yeah, so um, I'm $12, $12 Caracapo. Yeah, so I just think it's a,
2: it's a, it's a backable
1: price. Six of his Caracapo, his last eight 1,200-metre runs, um, in not in black type, he's won six of them. Um, forget the winter bottom stakes on the back of Wilcino, who was dead and buried. He's run before that against Elite Street. Um, in the Colonel Reeves was huge. I think Lactar's two from two on him. Uh, he comes across and I think he gets the 1-1. One, one. Um, I think he gets the back of Kenny Luck here. And I think that's a really nice spot to be in. I think he balances up, gets going for home. Whether something gets him, a resort man, a written matter, a uh, flying missile, Sun. whether something gets him, even the Spruker, I think well, Spruker might end up a bet for me if it keeps drifting out to $10 plus, even though probably wants 1400 I think the Spruker, what I've got written down is winners win. And I think the way Steve Wolf's yards going with a horse that knows how to win, I think the Spruker can definitely win the race. But um, what price written matter? I was four bucks, so I took Brad went up six fifty. I've I've taken a little bit of that, but um, I would want to see a pattern, and I went up four bucks, probably not taking five if that makes sense. Um, yeah, I I think it just deserves favouritism on the fact there is a lot of speed on there should be a three wide line with Shan and potentially flying missile or Kenny Luck or so there should be a three wide line there. So I think it just deserves favoritism on the upside aspect. But yeah, just just for a bit of value we'll go.
0: Caracapo each way I think flying missile for me. Uh super tough Philly always rated her has got basically running a karakata running uh, uh, then came back after a karakata for an extended two-year-old prep and went bang 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 uh comes back as a three-year-old excellent in a fast belgravia excellent in a fast burgess queen wins the placid arc nailed late by leewa in the lestia back to the 1200 uh back to the even though she is doesn't quite get the full use of her three-year-old allowance um fully form i can Flying Missile can give this a big shake.
2: If flying Missile wins this race, she'll not be allowed to use her three-year-old allowance moving forward. That's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: yeah. So she'll, yeah, she'll, she'll be, uh, yeah, she will be able to have that adjusted um, when she takes on the older horses in future. Yeah. yeah,
1: cracking race. There'll be a lot of support for Resort Man. There'll be a lot of people interested in um, written matter. Obviously, neither of, no, none of us three have given either of those two a proper push. So this is a great race, and this will mm-hmm. be, this will be the race of the day that probably. Spreads the most opinions, I think, and um, yeah, it should be a cracker. Get a good feeling for how the day's playing as well. If if the middle of the track's dynamite, yeah, I might revisit 450 written matter later yeah. on. You know, I, I'm really open to um to to what I'll attack in this race. Current prices, it's it's Karikarp is the one that's over my odds. So that's the way I got to go. Okay, race nine
0: is a tab touch. Better your bet handicap. So this is the- this is what Michael's been waiting for. <laughs> <laughs> you better, you better. Yeah, Still abroad?
1: Uh, just we- got uh, Harris. one. no, it's Harris. Paris out yeah. a strangle down the leg side
0: okay um, this is the first division of the split 2100 meter graduation to finish the day uh, epic grandstand finish we got in races 9 and 10 with these these fantastic graduation 2100 meter races but uh, I know that Terry's a huge fan of expressionists. no doubt that you've got <laughs> Him on top in the in this race, but no, in, in, uh, in all seriousness, the stable mate, he's a lucky lad. He's another three-year-old taking on the older horses, a really progressive horse, this fellow. He does get to utilize his three-year-old Seven allowance. Seven points. Three and a half kilos yeah. over this trip. And, that's wild, isn't and it? And to me, he's a lucky lad, looks almost one of the better bets of the program. He's, a,
1: he's That's a aptly named with considering what sort of weight relief he gets. Should be top weight. He's the highest rater in yeah. this race. All I'll tell you is about these mid- these midweek stayers and um, they're dog shit. Yeah. They're absolutely horrid. Um, yeah, they're really poor. So uh, the winner will come from He's a Lucky Lad. Very fast. He's absolutely
3: full. Yeah, very hot,
1: unlucky last week. Oh, very unlucky to start before. I reckon it's a proper stayer too. Go back to a 1700 meter win um, two years ago because it's had injury issues. That was huge. Um, is that a Belmont? Beat Luke's choice. Yeah, it was
0: it was when the rail. Yeah,
1: seven hundred. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, it was just dominant last. Jeez, it, it probably wins last start. It was travelling on the band. Nothing was travelling. They were all off the bit. Poor Keshe. He Just uh, oh, he if a- he gets clear air, it, it probably it was a funny because he rode um the other one for Williams Crescent City. That was not travelling but came late again. So a couple to watch from the Grant Malani yard and um, look. If the money, this is probably now. I'm I'm really happy on price. I want to play all three because I, I don't. I've, I'm twenty six dollars. My fourth favorite. So I don't have anything else in the market. But um I'm two dollars sixty three or two sixty, he's a lucky lad. Uh four dollars very fast, seven dollars Poulton Lasands, who Poulton, is, yeah, is the absolutely best placed horse of the day, probably besides his a lucky lad. Um, the yeah, last run. Dance beaten, music wasn't wasn't too badly placed. In- yeah, shit. I probably should have thought about that comment before I made it, shouldn't I? <laughs> um, but, yeah, going from uh, 80 pluses, 78, 85 pluses, 90 pluses, back to a, a 60 plus. Um, yeah, it'll be flooding late. It just depends how the race is run. But um, Adam Durant, progressive stayer slash milers. Mm-hmm. Really get beaten when they're this well in. So if he's a lucky lad, clear air at the top of the straight. The three times it's lost races were once with the Guineas. The yep. other, the other two was when it had traffic issues. So you prefer to see Clint getting wide from the six seven hundred than getting held up and looking for a spot from the two three. But my trust in Clint at the moment isn't as high as it has been in the past. To be honest, Peter.
0: Yeah, I'm in alignment with that. I think um, a bit of uh, recency pain goes <laughs> mm. into that thought process. But he's a lucky lad. Adam, stay up progressive horse i just love the way that he let down and the you know that strength i mean i know it wasn't a hugely fast race uh early and middle but that closing speed was evident at the cable end guy of, one yeah, up. yeah at the at end of 1650 arrogant real ar- arrogant win really and even his six in the guineas was pretty pretty decent considering he was coming straight out of a Belmont um, class one so he's a lucky lad kept out of strife should be winning he's what price a, I was 250
1: that's the problem yeah I'm like I, I think he's a lucky lad's a winner but it, it's gonna almost end up that I'm going to back very fast and yeah las if it, yeah. if he's a lucky lad keeps creeping under the um under the prices so maybe we'll see something bet fair late but um yeah I'm willing to play all three which is boring um very very boring actually at the prices but if if one of those three don't win I'll just about give it up
3: yeah
0: I'm in alignment. For the fiftieth time. I think Michael's uh w- waved the white flag when it comes to the <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's got his
1: phone out. <laughs> Where are the Jaffers? <laughs>
0: oh dear. Uh, but uh yeah. He's a lucky lad in the uh in the ninth of the day.
1: Terry. All right, yeah. Oh, it's now time for the uh for the get out stakes. S T E A K S B J Proudly brought to us by who?
0: Market City Meats, of course, Guru. Now, uh, the yeah, well, Market City Meats is the largest retail butcher shop in Perth. You can find it out at the Vale Markets on Bannister Road. Timmy Hewitt, absolute gentleman. His team—they run a uh, tight ship out there at Market City Meats. So make sure you get in there and fill up prior to the Christmas rush. Christmas menu is out. We'll be putting that on our Twitter feed later. It's elite stuff out there at Market City Meats. So uh, congratulations. Last week to David, Knott, he uh, he was our Get Out Stakes winner for episode 106, Terry. That's his second victory in the Get Out Stakes, and um, he was uh, nearest the pin with his Holy Enchantment prediction, just knocking off former Mastermind winner Kyle Potter by 0.1 length. So Potsy could taste those. Gourmet Market City meets Steaks, but uh, David not swooped in and, uh, and denied Potsy a victory there. So, congratulations, David, get out there, pick up your steaks, and uh, make sure that you um, that you enjoy that over the Christmas festive period. So, uh, that's two wins for David. Congratulations, mate. Now to enter this week's Get Out Stakes, which is race 10 at Ascot on Saturday. Um, hit us up at Twitter. On uh, sorry, on Twitter at the one-one pod. Let us know who you think will win race ten of the day, as well as a decimal winning margin, two decimal places preferred. And uh of course, Terry, we can never ever forget the Sam White rule. First in best dressed, Michael.
1: You're on Scotty's preview there. You look at you gonna just read his outfit for aren't you?
2: <laughs> no, I haven't read Scotty's preview yet. So uh, I was just having a little bit of a look. Deary me. Uh, yeah, first in best dressed, Terry. That is for certain. Mm. Final race of the day. <laughs> what time would this be, BJ? Nice and early? Yeah. Four thirty-five? Unreal.
1: Unreal.
2: I love it.
0: Six thirty-five. Are you working?
1: No,
2: so I'll just be kicking back.
0: How would you feel if you were working around
2: the six thirty five? Oh, I wouldn't finish. be happy if I was working. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Come right back. Uh that's I was there that day. That was a luckless run. <laughs> that was so <laughs> that was awesome. oh, that, that's my comment for this race, building yeah. towards the potential Perth Cup start, I dare say. Really? I wouldn't be surprised. Oh, yeah, Black Shadow's know.
1: going in a second, third favorite. They were not far from competing against each other. What the hell? Staff, Stafford's lad is the Perth Cup winner. Yeah, you <laughs> said sport. that a little while ago. You were bullish, weren't mm. you? Draws a gate considerable, probably closer, can't it? Yeah, that'd be fine. something getting oh. Stafford's lad to win. Imagine you said that twelve months ago when it was with Ian Shield. Dear me. Um, oh look, I, I have to go with Kerman Rocky. It's just. It's one of those races where I, I just don't I just hope I'm not behind
0: coming to the last cause, cause, <laughs> So okay it, let's set, be pretty let's set the scene here. if you are behind I going won't, into I the won't, last I won't be will, you be, will, will the you last. Be, uh, what what will your strategy be will you be will you be, will you, be will you taking your licks and retiring or will we just be blasting I'm
1: hoping I already settled on something in Jero, which <laughs> I'm declaring but um has <laughs> been a tough track lately um, what about Narrejon Saturday yeah, well, exactly right. That's well, that's why I'm hoping you guys piss off shortly, so I can do the deep dive into narrative <laughs> potential 46 plus handicap maidens. Um Kerman Rock, last two goes at a staying trip off seven days, ran third to Zaratite Treasured Crown, beaten under a length, and ran third to Western Empire beaten one point one. Like, that's just that's just better than all this, you know? A um, little bit almost a little bit disappointed last start. Harvey followed him, loomed the winner, but I think it needed the run. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, they're definitely, they're definitely the big issue with Kerman Rock is it, it might not be genuine. It simply might not be genuine. And that is my major concern. But I tell you what, if a jockey's going to find out if it's genuine, it's Chris Parnham. Uh, maps to settle just, just off him type thing. Um, yeah. And then the funny thing is, the biggest danger in my mind, comfortably from the draw, is the Roan Ranger. And we're talking about horses that aren't genuine. That's. Uh, that's the epitome of a horse that isn't genuine. Well Kerman Rock
0: one from twenty-one and uh one, the from, Rangers exactly one, tw- right. one from twenty-four. And then yeah.
1: you got I mean, if come come right back, drew a hole, it'd probably be the one, yeah. but she's probably gonna have to circle the whole field with 59. So um, dearie me. Look for a mid-race move, Lady Duckworth. If, if Clint gets going at the thousand, I reckon it can pinch it. Definitely throw in the quadrillas. But um winner comes from those four. But for me, um, last chance, Kerman Rock. Doesn't win this one, I'm gonna
2: go down with it's just not a genuine race horse. Yeah a paper, Kerman Rock for me, Michael. Yeah, Kerman Rock, but come right back each way. Yeah. If I was to have a comment on the race. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Brad actually went up $3. Come right back.
2: What price is it now? Six. Probably
1: from the gate you'd think it wobbles a bit
2: further as well. What price do we think dance music starts? That's what I'm just weighing up with. Do I- uh,
1: well...
0: That's
2: how, Beret, care, Beret, that's how much we care about this last race. Beret, yeah,
1: let's, go, let's skip back a couple. Beret's last couple. Of, um, this is what's been running through my mind the
2: last probably 10 minutes.
1: I can't see any money because the, the horses that are rounded in the market are Bright Diamond, Angelic Miss. I think they're bare bones. They both drift from the gates. Um, Beret's the one who's got really nice figures who could be supported, I guess, in that sense. But um, mm. I would be taking the $3.50. Mm. I would be taking the three dollars. I look at risk first, reward here, Casey. Okay? So maybe you get a drift to three ninety bet fair, four bucks bet fair, and you've copped yourself a, a couple of cents. Oh, it could be two fifty, or jump, it yeah. trades at two fifty bet fair, and you probably go. It's not to going run. to
2: jump five dollars bet fair, is no. it? No. So.
1: And if it doesn't, it wins, and at least you bet the winner. Yeah. And if it loses, who cares what price you took?
2: Yeah. <laughs> Let's wrap
0: this up. Race ten. Kerman Rock, come right back. Kerman Rock for me as well. Uh, let's take a break. We'll uh, gather our, our thoughts and we'll come back with our best bets, our Maddies, and our Lays for CB Cox next day. And we're back with our Bet Fair best betting propositions of the, of the day. Let's throw to our guest, Michael Heaton. What's your Bet Fair best, Michael?
2: Uh, all day sessions, my best bet, BJ. You can save on Rain of Fire if you so desire. And <laughs> uh, dance music as well. What clean sweep? Do I or do we do the best first? I will do the best first. Best, so your first.
1: best? Uh, I tossed up between the same two. I'll go the other way just for a point of difference. Dance music, my best all day session. Second best.
0: Yeah, I'm in agreement with the dance music situation. I'm going to go in the uh, race night of the day. My best of days. He's a lucky lad. Hoping for a bit of a push outwards towards the three dollar mark. For, uh, late on Betfair. That's Betfair.com.au. That Maddie's be nice. twenty adult 21 dollars $21 plus. Michael
2: Eaton. Uh I've had playing Marika's second favourite and she's around $20. So that would be my clear one. Also Kelly's Callisto for an actual, <laughs> an actual Maddie.
3: Wow, oh, wait.
1: That's wild. That's wild stuff. 30
2: to 1. That's wild.
1: Um, geez, playing Marika's been a good horse to me over the journey. I'll tell you what, I'll definitely be on at that price. So I'm going to go with Caracapo, $20 with one of the agencies. And if we're looking for something... Uh, we like Outlandish, mad. yeah, something madder than madder than mad. Well, that's my
2: point. Is it a maddie if I genuinely think it was the second favourite? It's pr- no, that's, it's that's price. not. It's not madness. And Caracapo yeah. was your on topper. Yep. So it's not even madness.
1: Well, it's on topper price-wise. And you said you were about nine fifty as well. Yeah. yeah, right? yeah. Caracapo, and yeah. BJ was twelve. So the
0: twenty bucks with one of the agencies.
2: But Killer's Clisto is, is, is mad.
1: Is it? Is it, is it, is it mad yeah.
0: because it's mad that they're the price they're at, huh? or is it mad because it's just wild?
2: Just a yeah, bit just of an nice out there stuff. tip.
1: <laughs> um, in the last race of the day, Kerman Rock and the Rhone Ranger, we just said, between them, they're two from 50, basically. Yeah. Come right back, on the widest gate. It's a pretty ugly-looking race. Yeah. I reckon that if you're going to get a complete blowout for the day, it's a chance of winning. It's currently $126. Praying with God off four days. Does really good racing off very short breaks. Last time, three days into the same type of race, ran second on a Saturday. $126. I think it should be more like 40 to one. Okay. So there, there's a complete wildy for you. Praying with God.
0: My Maddie is uh, Old Faithful, Aberdeen Queen. It's currently $21 in one agency. Uh, i marked her $11, and I have backed her numerous times at around the 2 or $3 <laughs> mark. So uh, $21, here we come. That's the definition <laughs> of a mental health bet, isn't it? Uh, lay of the day,
2: Michael Heaton. Uh, I was going to say no White Flair. I still think he can win, but I'll probably say MTA because I don't think he can win at $5. And... I do have uh no white flag is what what price three dollars something yeah yeah i could easily lay him i'll go mta at five dollars i'll lay and also rip uh the two-year-old rev it up for good measure the eight odds on <laughs> i'm with, with, with you michael
0: let's uh let's lay the moral of the day mta terry
1: Um, I'm trying to get up the song that goes, I can't get, no, (laughs) I don't know how to, oh, that's not it. Okay. I think there'll be a lot of, uh, you want to see that video clip. (laughs) Um, I might change my best now. Uh, Lay. Oh, there's nothing too short. Big screen race two, bright diamond race nine, both about four or five bucks. Um, yeah, both of those two will.
0: Take on at those prices. All right, that brings our preview to a close. Big thanks to Michael Heaton for uh, giving up his time on a Thursday to join us here at the 1-1 again. (laughs)